Hello, and welcome to the Scuttlebutt Podcast, the show for current and former service members who aren't interested in settling. I'm your host, Brock Briggs, coming at you with a different format style today. On previous episodes, I've talked about the platform Veterati, which connects service members who are transitioning, seeking a new career, or just looking to network with other vets. As a mentee, you get to search mentors who have connections and job experiences you're looking for. As a mentor, you get paired up with people looking for advice and needing help. I've had the pleasure of mentoring about 20 people over the last eight to nine months and found it extremely rewarding, not only giving back, but from the new connections I've gained because of it. You've heard your network is your net worth. There couldn't be more truth to that. Today's episode, you're hearing a conversation I had with a mentee I got connected with through the platform, Carlos Lopez. Carlos is former SF with a specialty in intelligence and seeking a career in data science. I received permission from him to record our conversation in hopes that someone else can learn from it. You'll be hearing a raw and unedited conversation around the skills needed to enter data science, the landscape of jobs available, how to decide what sector to go into, and how to tailor your resume and experiences that back why you're a great candidate. This was a fun episode for me, and I highly recommend checking out Veterati. I'll also put out an offer to anybody interested. If you're currently active duty, transitioning out, have been out and looking for a new career field, or just want another professional connection, I'm happy to talk with you. Part of why I enjoy doing this podcast so much is I get to learn in order to help and teach others. If I can offer personalized advice for you, please let me know. Reach out to me on social media. My email address is in the show notes. For now, please enjoy this conversation with Carlos Lopez. So do you want to go ahead and um, basically kind of like maybe introduce yourself a little bit? Tell me uh, we can get into the data analysis and, and whatnot, but give me like a little bit of background about like who you are, where you are and like the process of like getting out or if you're already out. Um, and then we can kind of like dive into the the data analysis and, and go from there. Yes. Um, so I, I'm, I'm already retired. Um, so I've been out for about six months. Uh, my, my background you know, I started in the military as combat arms, a tanker. I uh, did uh, uh, 10 years on that. Then I, I moved into soft, uh, special forces, but uh, did uh, intelligence for them. So intelligence, uh, so my, that was my last couple of years. You know, I did a full 20 years, but my last, uh, I would say uh, five years, I did uh, military intelligence, deployed a couple of times, so I felt that, you know, I work with data pretty good, you know, be able to put all, all kinds of data together or whatnot. So I was, in, in, I am interested in doing something kind of like the outside, right? But one of the biggest problems that I have, or I have right now, is uh, trying to translate what I already know uh to like the civilian world mm -hmm. so although i have my i might have a lot of skills and like you know you, you get all these training in the military like it's just kind of hard to like pinpoint 
like what what is the actual job that does the same thing in the outside mm -hmm. so i i study you know like i i, I mentioned that i was I'm doing my mba um about to i'll be done with it in a in about a year and uh, one of the reasons for that is that too it's just so i could have some type of civilian qualification just in case you know um, but uh, right now I'm, I'm mainly you know i took my first uh, uh my first a uh, couple months a few months to kind of relax and reset and uh now i'm trying to see how can i get back into the workforce but when i go work i would like to get a job that that enables what are my goal you know at the end mm -hmm. yeah no that's really good and i'm glad that you're like taking some time after uh retiring like uh did you do uh full 20 or did you go over uh full 20 just uh the 20 I'll, I'll use a little bit over 20 but not much mm -hmm. good for you it definitely like warranted some downtime and hopefully get to spend the last few months uh hanging with some family and and recouping i think one of the best places to start with questions like these is really kind of dig into it, it, so you've got this interest in data and like data analysis, but I want to like take a step back and talk to you about what you think that you want to do in terms of like a job. I think that a lot of people when they get out and this, I like went through this myself. And so I'm speaking from personal experiences. Like I was very focused on, Hey, this is like the job that I'm trying to pursue and not thinking a lot about like maybe the life that I was trying to live. And because I guess a little bit of my background, like I was interested in finance and I thought that I wanted to go and work in New York City, work on Wall Street, do the whole like traditional finance route. And as I got further into it, I found that, you know, going an entry level position doing that, I'm going to be working 60 to 80 hours a week and just like really grinding on that like life. And when I kind of found that out, I realized that that wasn't actually what I wanted. And so one of the things that I think is helpful is to kind of frame what you see yourself doing, what type of work environment that you see yourself working in. Is it, you know, working from home? Do you want to be in an office? Do you want to be working with other people or solo? Asking those types of questions and then kind of can narrow back to the the job that kind of meets those qualifications if that makes sense no yeah it, it makes sense because uh, uh definitely you know after grinding in the military and being called at different times you know you, like you you know you got your little duties at random times or losing weekends and mm -hmm. i definitely don't want to be losing weekend i want to have the time with my family right so uh, I, did, I do would like some autonomy. Like I would like to be able to to take care. Like really, like maybe like a remote something that if I need to take care of my kids, go pick them up or whatnot, I could still do that and 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 finish the task because I'm really good at finishing whatever is, uh, somebody tells me that needs to be done, right? And and I don't necessarily have to be sitting down from nine to five at a desk to do, you know, to accomplish that. So I could probably right. accomplish more and not sit there 
uh, you know, all those times. I feel like sometimes wasting, sometimes, you know, you could waste some time, you know, and I don't like wasting time. Yeah, me either. I, uh, I'm in the exact same boat. And a lot of times with your job, you're, we're coming out of a job where the military like was your life and job. And now like you have the opportunity to like separate those things and say, Hey, we can have your job, but then you can also have your home life. Um, and that's one of the cool things and why I'm a really big proponent of working remotely is because when you understand what the job needs to, to be complete, quote unquote, you can self-manage and self-direct and like work, get into a position where you can kind of make your own schedule as long as you're meeting your own deadlines and finding, finding employers that kind of work with that type of working rather than saying, Hey, you need to be clocked in from nine to five or, you know, whatever that looks like. No. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's the, the thought. That's that's really like, I guess at the end of the day, that's that's more what I'm looking for, and mm-hmm. uh, just like I noticed that that's another thing that I noticed about the data analytics. Like I, I noticed that a lot of positions, some of them were remote, and I think that attracted me to, to it. Yeah, no, that I think that that is spot on. A lot of those analyst type positions, you're going to be working remotely. So we've kind of established that you like the idea of working remotely and maybe working self-directed or, or asynchronously. And I want to make a call out about what these, these types of questions maybe seem redundant a little bit, but I think it's helpful because you have just like eliminated a bunch of jobs that it, it, knowing that you want to work remotely, you have like instantly any job that's in person, you can just scratch it off. And when you're approaching jobs, it's easier to eliminate things rather than saying, you know, what can I do? I can do anything. Like, no, we gotta, we gotta narrow down the focus a little bit. So the next question that I have is what kind of gets you interested in data analytics, data analysis to begin with? I'm sure that you kind of had a wide ranging experience across a lot of different things, 20 years in the service what kind of leads you to being interested in that to begin with? Well, you know, one, I guess uh, it, be, it began with the word analysis, right? I, I, uh, I uh, just coming out of the field of intelligence analysis, I figure, I thought, because it's not, not, not really the truth, but I thought, you know, that if I did something with analysis and I get another job like financial analysis, uh, you know, analyst. So anything that has analysts at the end, I will match. But well, y'all yeah, know that that's not that's not the case. Mm-hmm. But um, I did uh, as I started going to school and and I did and doing uh, some Python and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I found myself in some projects that I would like. Let's say I'll get a set of data, and uh, I would start exploring the data. And then it's like um, I found myself going further than, let's say, the assignment. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, like I, I, I have fun through that. It was, it was more like, a, like, you know, I, I, like something that I could do for a long time. I didn't feel like it was work. It felt like it was like, a, you know, just exploration of trying to meet to find, you know, find a way to show somebody something that they're not seeing. Mm-hmm you know, and that you get to find that, you know, I guess that diamond, <laughs> and, 
you know, by yourself. So, so I think that's, that's kind of what, what lead me to a little bit that, the fact that, you know, that I found when I looked around in the, in the, in the internet for like jobs, what remote jobs, I noticed that a lot of those jobs were remote. And uh, I, I think, and then I figured that I had like a, a, a strong analytic background too. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that will help, you know, and give me an edge when it comes to that career. I think that it's a really good sign when you're you're talking about you're looking at a, a data set or something like that and you're you get excited about finding something and then like being able to share that with somebody like that is such a good indicator that you're like on the right track for like finding a career that aligns with your personal interests. Uh, so I that's super exciting like good for you and that that's a great realization. Do you find yourself I know you said you're working on your MBA right now do you find yourself drawn to understanding business or are you just more in and like well let me back up do you find yourself more interested in business or do you find yourself focusing on just hey here's here's the data and here's how I've like shaped it and here's what we can find and then now I'm done with it where do you kind of like fall on that spectrum? So I, I do, I do like business and I do like finance. So I would say, I would say that I am, uh, I might be business fanatic and finance fanatic. You know, I like to, to if even like look at the markets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think I could get any, any type of data set and enjoy it. So so I mean, it's, I would I would love to do something with business or finance, uh, numbers. But um, but but I think data is uh, any exploration or any data will, will works for me. I got you. The reason I ask that is because there usually it's more of a natural fit, and you automatically kind of like guide yourself into whatever whatever one you should be into, but there's kind of two different paths that you can go with uh, data analytics roles or, or analyst roles is more of like a business analyst or a data analyst, like a pure data analyst. Pure data analysts are usually people that don't really like to talk to other people. They're, they want to focus on just the information they don't really care about what that means, but like they'll they'll figure it out, they'll rehash it, they'll do whatever they have to do, and then they'll hand it off and say, "I'm done." The and, and they're they're really good at that. They're extreme. They're very very smart, and that end of the spectrum tends to be very heavy on the technical skills, the coding, um, database understanding, uh, that kind of side, more technical. The business side will be less proficient on the technical stuff, probably some knowledge of coding and understanding databases and whatnot, but they will and actually have more of an interest in the application of that information. So they will be able to take and and model the information and then say, here's what we can actually do with that. Like here's, we're looking at a big data set for, you know, a certain business and here's how we can 
drive business results with that information. And generally, those people like talking to people more. These are kind of broader generalizations, but this is from what my personal experience, what I see is you can either go very technical and avoid people, or if you're good with people and like kind of the the application of it, then you tend to be more on the business side. And I think that the MBA certainly kind of, to me, the fact that you're getting that and, and pursuing that tells me that you might be more on the business side. But I would want to hear from you if you think that you, if that kind of aligns with your interests. Yes, I think, I think, I think so. I think it's definitely more in the business side because um, uh, coming, uh, coming, uh, you know, going back to, to, to my past, you know, I, I like to sit there and share my findings with people, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> so I, I, I do, uh, I will grind through it, but I also will find some love with the interactions and trying to figure things out with other people, especially if it's about their business and, and a way that we can improve our business and do something big, you know, uh, it's, it's just, I still had that drive, you know, <laughs> I got, I got, I left the military, but I still got the drive of trying to achieve something more, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I think, I think more in the business side, you know, I think. I think so too. Uh, just from everything that you've said to me so far, I think that that aligns more and that's, it's a field that's really in demand. I will say from, and again, I'm only going to be speaking from my experience. I'm probably going to say that a bunch more times, but I can only really speak to what I know and what I've seen. But going into this field initially, I really thought a lot of the stuff was common sense, you know, like understanding charts, uh, like displaying data in different ways seemed like very obvious to me, but, and, and that's why uh, I'll get into this a little bit later, but I'm pursuing a master's in, in data analytics right now. And it almost seemed redundant because it just was obvious. I was like, how could you not like see through this stuff? And it's not like, it really isn't the amount of people in, in my job currently and outside of this that you show them a table of information, a simple X, Y axis, you know, a couple lines. And the fact that you have to explain that to them is it's mind boggling sometimes and it's super frustrating. And so there is a very, very large gap there where they need people who understand the, the technical side and can explain it to executives, people who are just less technical because that and, and like the business analyst role kind of fits in that middle segment. And, and I don't think that that really used to be there. I, over the last like probably 10 years, it, it's kind of like widened and made a, a spot for that. But to me, where we are coming from is a place where you're like kind of a people person or you're a tech person. There's not really, but that role lies squarely in the middle and being able to do both is, is powerful for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I like, I think that I, I will be attracted to something like that. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, the, one of the challenges now is, uh, sometimes I ask myself, you know, cause you, you have your, so I know a, a little bit, let's say a little bit of R, you know, a, a mm-hmm. little bit, of, you know, my SQL and Python. And then, but my question is how much do you need? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I know, I mean, I could be like, 
an expert on it, but like within, let's say a year on me leaving the military, you know, if I wanted to be an expert on one of them, I would have to take only one. And and it's like, you, I'm trying to make a decision on like, well, it, like, what should I know? How much should I know to at least get started and not having to like wait four years so that I could like be completely like SQL and Python, you know, a programmer, a complete programmer before I could actually do something, you know? Right. So are you asking whether, are you asking how much you need to know to get into the field or are you asking like which, which one of those things you should focus on the most? Um, I'm, I'm more in the, like, for example, like, okay, I, I could grab, like, for uh, one of the samples I got to, I could grab R, and which I did, and I could download, get some, some data and do the basics. I could run some regression on the data. I could do, uh, you know, you just your regular um, uh, plot charts and, and decision trees and whatnot. Um, I'm able to do that. So like I could, I could, I could uh, grab the data and exploit it to, to a certain point. Right. But I, I can't like, I can't sit there and write a program or anything like that on, on, on Python. Right. Like I could look through it, a set of data, but I can't. Right? So I also know different ways of displaying. If I, even if I don't have that one tool, I know a different, different ways of display, like display the data even if it's like using excel or power bi or whatnot right mm -hmm. so but usually when you see the job description it's like well you need to know python you need to know this uh, usually they'll, they'll throw three on you you know you need to know our python and ask you and you're like well well i can't apply for this one you know because i don't know and it's like i don't know really I'm just trying to get to the entry point, at least, and that's the, the the one of the biggest challenges right now. And I might know what I know have everything that I need to make a, comp a company successful, but it's just that I, I guess sometimes the way that it's painted on the on the uh, job application is like you're asking for the superhero, right? And then it's like, oh, I wish I had everything, you know? But right. Yeah. Well, and I don't even. I, some of those job descriptions are ludicrous. Like you said, they're asking for Superman. They're asking for yeah. somebody who's just like a 10 out of 10 expert in everything. Yeah. A job application that says that you need to be like a 10 out of 10 expert in all of those things, I would be very leery of. From my experience and what I see, if you, well, First of all, we'll even just like take this back and, and dial back to like looking at individual programming languages. If you know one really, really well, the others kind of come along. You know, there's different like variations. The function, yeah, it's a variations, you know, R to Python. It's like how you print stuff, like how you assign variables and stuff. It just minor, minute differences, but kind of the same concepts apply. And so I think that knowing one really well makes others kind of you know, you pick them up easier. Talking with people who are wanting data manipulated, I don't think that it matters that much. I think that if you go in there and say, I am 
aware of how to use Python and this, 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 but I am an absolute expert with this one unless, and a lot of this kind of depends on the job too. So, you know, if you're going to, if you're applying for a programming role, they probably will really want you to know a bunch about each. And this is the beauty of like the, the more business development or business analyst side is you don't really need to be an expert in all of those things. The, just some of the things that you're saying right now that you're already able to do are like leaps and bounds above like what a, like an entry level business analyst is going to need to to get in there. If you can run a regression and just the fact that you know what that is, that's huge. That's that's really really big and that's a good thing for you. And it sounds like you are comfortable enough to like you could get a data set loaded into multiple different languages and at least look and examine from there. What I would say would be extremely helpful, and it sounds like you're kind of leaning more towards R as like your language. Oh, yeah, I like R. <laughs> I would just, I would lean into it. And I, I, while I think it's good to be well-rounded and kind of know a little bit of each, I think that that kind of comes with knowing more about one. And I, I think it is really good to know one really, really well. And, you know, maybe that means that you apply to jobs that like are our focus, but if you're, if you're really only where that's going to make a difference is if you're applying to a programming job, they're, they're probably going to be a little bit more particular about what languages that you're using, because it has to do with what business processes are run on that information. <laughs> the beauty of the biz part is that you're kind of in this translation field where you're taking stuff from the programming end and you're kind of like talking through that with like the business side. I don't think that they're gonna care what language you use. The fact that you're able to get the information and draw the insights and say, this is what we need to do with that, that is gonna be way more valuable than the, the biz devs and the the executive people they they don't care what language you're using and the business results the, the results don't care as long as you are able to manipulate the data in a way that you understand it and can draw insights from it and that is less about language specificity and more about uh, your understanding of the business and how do we apply that to whatever data we're looking at and and what to look for in terms of things that we can improve. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I do I do believe, you know, and that's, it, it, that's like, sometimes I felt like, sometimes it's a, like a shame, you know, uh, you know, because, uh, so I run into that problem myself, you know, when I, uh, when I, when I was in doing the intelligence field and uh, where I, myself found myself like asking for help or some uh, uh, intelligence organizations you know bigger bigger or u.s base and you know and uh what will happen is like, i will get somebody like they say graduated college or graduated and he had all this qualification to say he for for example purposes you know say so like let's say it was extreme R program right <laughs> or whatever it was and then but but when you try to the information was there but then when you ask the question well what does this mean to me it like the per, the person will go blank and there's a, a lot of time there is like a balance between a person that could like 
look at that you mentioned a data set and tell you exactly what's going on with it versus uh, like like knowing just knowing like a language and be able to pull the the information and mm -hmm. then not being able to like make a decision out of it and i i do uh, i do you know would like to 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 learn the languages and everything good so i could actually comfortably get in uh and um but i also now i think i mentioned that before uh now as i finish my my degree uh, i'm looking to start working you know and, and doing something you know on the side but i also would like to have something that when i not just that when i put in the in the in the application shows that i know how to do data analysis and analysis but something that improves i guess my knowledge of it so i don't know mm -hmm. if there was role if there were roles out there that were like the data analyst helper i don't know what you know something like that that you could actually go and do um, i'm looking to do an internship here on uh, uh i think it starts next summer in the may i think may or june through august with uh the lumen technologies and i'm applying to it and uh, hopefully that, that works through. But uh, um, that's kind of one of the ways that I'm looking into getting that experience, you know? Mm -hmm. Were you able to use any of like your programming knowledge and kind of like your, your data analysis muscles in your head at your position while you were in the military? Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's all I did for the last, uh, I would say the last five years. It's just that like, in the military, you don't have like oh, okay, I didn't have to go and uh, and use R or SQL, right? Like I just like we have uh, one of our main problem, uh, program was which is a company that's known now is like Palantir, right? And uh, and they do everything. You just like push a couple button and extract it, right? And so so I think it would be the equivalent of of using something like 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 we mentioned before, like Power BI or something mm -hmm. like that, where where it's like you don't really need to know the, the language, you know, the data set just gets thrown in there and you can just grab things and move them around and, and, and make the charts and make everything. So so I, I had to do more of that to where I use a program that was already designed and 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 then just manipulated the data within. Um, now, the languages I started learning now because I just noticed that it was necessary, you know, or it was, you know, a requirement. Like when every time I saw a job description, um, but the the languages are new. Uh, the 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 data. I mean, that's that, that's you know, I, I I would look at data for a week and <laughs> and I try to find the inside outs of it, and, and you know, I've, uh, something something I come out with something out of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. One of the things that I would be sure to do and include on your resume, I'm not sure if you've gone through like a resume building like workshop or anything like that is, but if you're applying for these types of jobs, I would absolutely be certain to talk about, and maybe it's just like you have a bullet point or, and then like, which gets them to ask you about it, because some of these examples that you might have are probably fairly complex and too much to actually type out on a resume. But I would have 
some examples of times that you use those skills, like understand what like the problem was, here's what I did, and here's what the outcome of that was. That's where that's where people really want to see that. And I think that employers being able to see how you already have exercised that muscle and how that could benefit the company that you're applying to, that it's going to make them want that. So I would be sure to, as you like kind of list out on your thing and experience, you know, a lot of people will just have like a bullet of like, oh, I was responsible. (laughs) A lot of the military resume translators are, you know, uh, as a Green Beret, responsible Mm -hmm. for a hundred million dollars of equipment and did this. And it's like, that's, that's all fine. And that's great, but that doesn't mean anything to the company. I would uh, personally, and what I try to coach and like push people towards is maybe have one line about what the, that job actually means. Like what, what were you responsible for, but then tailor the position to say, Hey, if you're applying for a data analyst role, this was a problem and you kind of almost frame a particular experience and talk about how you use skills to influence a positive outcome, or if it wasn't a positive outcome, what you learned from it and be able to talk to that specifically. And like I said, you probably can't like fit all of that on your resume, but tee it up for them. And they're going to ask, like, they're going to look through it and be like, Hey, you know, I, I see here that you were framed with this problem and like you got to this this outcome, what does that mean? Like, can you tell me about that? And that's where like we military people are going to really shine is when we can tell them about, hey, there was this crazy complex problem. And it's also exacerbated by the fact that civilians generally won't understand the military experience. So they like, they (laughs) automatically think it's like bigger and crazier than it is, but you can like kind of whoop it up and like use that to your advantage. And um, that I think is much more applicable and relevant to your future employer because you're trying to sell yourself. You're trying to say, hey, I've got the skills to do what it is that this job requirement says. They want to, they want to know how you have done that in the past. And yeah. you've got a ton of experience already. And I know that you probably got a whole list of times where you've applied that kind of muscle yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And uh, I think uh, one of them is like, you know, the the most common way, the most common thing that happened was like, right, you get, and actually let me back up on that. It's like a little bit, you know, so there is a great line here because it's intelligence, right? Intelligence, most, a lot of intelligence end up being thrown into a classified bucket or something. So you can't really, but the basis, the basis of it, you know, you, you could, the, the data set, was a uh, let's call it a group of targets, right? You 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 get a high number of targets, and and you have to decide which one is the best one to to take care of, right? And then so so just with that alone, I mean, you have to run like a full scale analysis that basically through it, and there is a lot of things that go into into the why this target and not this other one, you know, what are the qualities of this one item versus the qualities of this other item that makes it more suitable for you to either easier to do or valuable or more valuable to, to take care of, right? So, so yes, you have to like 
brainstorm that stuff and and I, and that's what I did you know and so so I, I feel like that compares a little bit sometimes with some other business problems that people get into like should we uh get together with this company or should we not get together with this company oh well, well, let's look at all the the data <laughs> shall we <laughs> you know and then you take it from there right that no that's exactly right and having those experiences front of mind like I, like I said I would maybe list out two or three experiences that you've had that you can tee up on your resume and pull the employer into your court and that that's where you can really talk about that individual time that where you did that and you know draw some parallels and have something teed up about and, and this is kind of emphasizes the importance of knowing who you're applying to. You know, if you're okay. applying to a Palantir, a company like that, let's just say, for example, knowing the mission of what that company is trying to do, you can apply that directly. That's the time to kind of like make that crossover and say, hey, here's how I did this thing. Here's how the outcome of that came to be and why that was good. And then I, you know, I also see some parallels in how we could do that at at your business, you know, and man, they're going to eat it up. Like they, they really will like hearing that type of things. And you're, you're bringing them into a place where you've got the confidence, like you've got your, you know, your experience and you can speak directly to it and, and they will love to hear it. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you sound like you're in a really good place on this, man. I, uh, this is a this is an exciting place to be. Are you uh, enjoying your your MBA experience? Yeah, yeah, uh, I am. Um, I think uh, it's funny. Uh, fun. I'm, I'm not. Well, so we, before I was, so I'm getting pretty good grades and everything. Everything is going really good. Uh, it's kind of weird, you know, to me because uh, I guess uh, I, I have to attribute a lot of that to like my military, like. I guess military work ethic, uh, mm -hmm. call it that, because because before I, I joined the military, I wasn't I wasn't the uh, had great good grades, passable grades, but it weren't as good as they are now, you know. And uh, I think like for being at the MBA level and writing the things that I'm writing, and it is again the same thing, you know. I I think I wrote things, especially from being the intelligence which is again another thing is like being in the intelligence community i wrote things that were going to get read by people pretty high up there because i mean when you're making a decision about you know what you're going to do in afghanistan it, it, just, it gets read by so i think it, it taught me how to talk write and present things you know and uh sometimes now i'm, I'm doing this mba class which is a business it, you, it will look completely irrelevant but then when I get these assignments, it's like I already did them. It's like, uh, you know, you, you write this paper on this. And I'm like, oh, excuse me. You know, I, wrote, I have written a, a paper to this level already. You know, I, I could mm -hmm. knock that out pretty easy. And I, so so it's been good. I've been in, I'm not saying MBA, I think MBA is a challenging, but I'm glad for the, the experience that I have so far. It's, it's helping and it's easy. It's funny how easy school seems when you've been like given that military work ethic. I said the exact same thing. I tried college before I joined the Navy, did not do very well. 
uh, everything seemed very hard. And then kind of coming back to my undergraduate after, uh, after exiting. And I was like, how did I think that this was difficult before? Yeah. It's kind of like the, the volume and the, the difficulty of things got turned down quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, as a side note, that's something you should absolutely include as part of your experience. Like when you tee it up on the resume is talk about how you took your insights that you gained in intelligence and you wrote something up that X person read and it led to this bigger outcome that that's huge. That's critical. And that's part of like the business analyst role. You need to be able to put it in plain English for somebody to read. Like what, what's the takeaway? That's it's great that the regression means this and all of that. You can use all these technical fancy terms, but like, if we don't know, Hey, this is what the takeaway is. And this is what we need to do today. Then it's kind of useless. So I, I would just be sure to include that in your experience as you're thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. And actually, yeah, this is actually opening my mind to a lot of that stuff. Like, it's like I'm just talking to you. I'm starting to see these things. I wish I didn't have included on my resume. Um, so I, I, I gotta make sure I, I uh, include that. And then also, like, uh, the way that I was able to do intelligence, you know, in the past. You know, so that so how it, how it, or uh, or how we actually like go hand to hand to pretty much analyzing data. You know, mm -hmm. so. one thing I'll be sure to do at the end here is I'll give you my email, and I would, if you want, I am not an expert really in in anything, but if you would like, I would be happy and would love to like look at your resume and give you like some critique if you want it. Um, okay, and kind of like help agitate some of those uh those experiences and um i i'm not a hiring manager like full full stop on that like i i'm not hiring anybody but i probably can speak to to writing a good resume and would be happy to help you with that if you need it okay awesome thank you yeah no problem what um so what types of, you kind of hinted at this a little bit earlier, but is there specific companies, I know you're applying for this internship as well, but where do you see yourself working at long-term? Like, is there a specific company that you would just say, it would be the best if I worked here? I think, I think um, I used to be um, attracted to something like IBM, mm -hmm. but um, uh, now my... Uh, I would like really, I would like to do um, something more like consulting. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. I, I just don't, again, going back to, to, I guess the beginning, it's like, like if I need to work for what, for a single company, it's fine, but I, I like that autonomy, that freedom, you know, knocking things out, you mm -hmm. know, a consulting company where I just uh, like target a specific problem a company is having and then from there you know move to the next company to the next company to the next company um but if if i had to go to a to a single company then it would have to be uh, i would like to be something like a more like a tech company like therefore i say like ibm you know google uh like i know those are big 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 companies out there but but uh, that's more what i what i see i think these uh this internship is is, is lumen uh, which is, I think, the Comcast. They used to be Comcast. You know, they get the same. And uh, it's a, a data analyst role internship they got for, for 
for next summer. So, so those companies, anything tech, uh, uh, which I didn't, I guess I didn't mention this either. So before intelligence, so you know when you start in, in software, you get your, you get to be, for neither four jobs. So it's a, you know, you could be a weapons, you could be an engineer, you could be a medic, or you could be communication. So I was my background before intelligence was communications. And I think that's why like I also feel comfortable in the communication type of techno uh, technology type of companies because I understand a lot of their things. So any business, strong strong communications and strong intelligence. Mm-hmm. Well, in that that role, that like business kind of analyst position is going to be very valuable because that's what consulting really is, is like, we're going to come in, uh, like external consultants come in and they say, hey, let's take a look at the business and like develop a plan for executing and like turning something around, making it better, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the like premier consulting company, somebody maybe you could consider, I think that they're all in person. I don't know if you could do remote, but uh, McKinsey. Um, How about them? McKinsey's, uh, that's like the name in consultancy and uh, really sets the groundwork. Um, I have talked to a couple people on the podcast before who have worked with, worked at McKinsey. Um, Be happy to make the introduction there if you would like that um, or if that would be helpful. Do you have, um, do you have a a clearance? I'm sure you do. Yes, um, I do. I just uh, don't know how long it's gonna last because I'm not using it, you know. So yeah, I think yeah. it lasts like about a year, two years. But yeah, I came, I, I came out with a with a book. Okay, I know that um, there's like some websites too that like target jobs with that require clearances, clearancejobs.com or .net yeah. or something. Um, that might be a good place to to go. The um, some of the the defense contractors too, if you want to like stay around military related things. I don't know if that's your uh, really like your your passion, but they would always have a need for something like that as well. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, I don't have any issue with it. We're working a contractor or, or a military. I think uh, the one of the reasons why I was leaning not to. It's because uh, when when you work like that, sometimes you get restricted to just certain places in the U.S. you could live, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to have that, you know, you know, able to live anywhere I want to, and you know, yeah, I do the job. I mm-hmm. just didn't want to be tied up, tied into the location. Yeah, absolutely. Are you opposed to um, working at like a startup or like a new company? No. You know, actually, I never they didn't talk about that either. But how does that work? How does does that work? You know. Um, well, one of the the places I was thinking that you could be checking for jobs, um, and a lot of the the roles that are hired for on this platform are developer slash more technical roles. So, it, with a background in that, you could kind of work, um, kind of leverage some of your experience into that. Um, have you heard of AngelList? No. So AngelList is, it's a lot of different things. They have a ton of different arms that they do, but they um, have like a job board for uh, startups. 
and um, not just startups. There are some like more established companies, but there is a large presence for hiring technical people on AngelList. Uh, and I'll, I'll we'll get details afterwards, and I'll, I'll send you the link to it so that you have it. Okay. But uh, that might also be a good place to check out. I know that technical roles are always in demand for new companies, and depending on your life situation and circumstances, uh, sometimes joining a startup might be a little bit scary. You may not get paid a ton, and you're maybe like promised yeah. equity uh, in exchange for you know, a, a lower salary, but if you have some uh, meet the right person and like find a company trying to change the world in some space that you are passionate about, maybe that would be an option as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about that. That's, that's good. And I also wrote it down to explore it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, uh, what other kind of questions do you have and, and how else can I be of assistance to you? No, I think uh, I think that though these were the main ones, and uh, I think uh, um, I just wanted to like make sure that it looked like I was going in the right direction, because I know like just by uh, you know by being in 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 the military like with uh, all my all the years like I remember. Like sometimes seeing somebody that would tell me like, oh, I'm gonna join, right, or something like that, and they will say what job they're going after or something, and, and or you know, MOS for, for that matter, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know, you should think about this, 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 and this, and uh, I feel like it's the same, you know, like I'm coming out now, I'm like, I'm the, I'm the, the private coming out of the military, but I'm the private of the world, and like I'm trying to get. Uh, people that have experience already to tell me like what should I consider you know coming out because you know I understand that there is a lot I don't know and you know because it's a lot I wasn't paying attention to per se when I was in there because I was focused on other stuff you know right yeah it is a little bit of a daunting feeling and it does sometimes feel like you step into another world that it has kind of been going on without you, so to speak. And it's, it is a little bit scary, but don't, don't let that downplay any kind of like feelings about your abilities coming back into the workplace, because you're a very highly qualified and um, a very highly qualified individual that uh, would be an asset for any company to have. Uh, yeah. You demonstrated hard work. You're doing all the right things. It sounds like to me. And um so yeah, don't let that uh, don't let that get in the way. It, it's good that you're talking to people, though. I think it's uh, yeah. that that's a really underutilized resource, um, if you, especially if you're looking to get on at a certain company and you know somebody there already. Reach out to them. LinkedIn, uh, Veterati is a great place to kind of meet and talk with other people, but don't be afraid to use those and pull those levers. Yeah.